to the Mark West Sports Podcast. Hi, it's the Mark West Sports Podcast. I'm Marcus Benjamin. He's Wesley Pierre. And first and foremost, we want to big up the subscribers, the viewers. Um, you know, we appreciate the love and, um, you know, keep sharing, you know, a clip uh, on whatever social media platform. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, uh, Instagram, Twitter, all the platforms. So um, big up to all the Mark West Sports podcast subscribers and viewers. But, um, you know, we give you that Day County perspective, you know, mm-hmm. in the world of sports, you know what I'm saying? And um, this week it's NFL playoffs. Last week we had the wildcard weekend, and now this is like the real playoffs. This is like, all right, so the um the ones that, that just got in, you wasn't expecting to do anything anyway, y'all out. So now the real contenders um, you know, play this weekend, and we really get to see, you know, who who's gonna move on to the Super Bowl. Uh West, if I recall, you had um Green Bay winning it all against. Mm-hmm. Against who? I, I think I said Tom Brady. Uh, but that's that they still in the they said they in the a- NFC. Yeah, and then we said it was a championship game, and then you know, um, and then I think we said something about probably Patrick Mahomes, probably. So you said Kansas was, City. Yeah. Um, so you said Kansas I, I, City and Green Bay. Yeah, because you know, okay. um, Patrick I had Mahomes Kansas City. Oh, so so that'll be a perfect perfect matchup. You feel me? We'll yeah, have plenty yeah. to talk about more okay, to blow so on. You got Green Bay going on winning it all, and I got KC going on and winning it all. Um, just to recap the last week, I mean, we pretty much hit on every pick except for one for each, <laughs> which is usually how it go anyway. Um all the favorites won except for the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys, I thought they was going to win by a field goal. I think uh, I said when, the Dallas Cowboys was going to lose. No, nah, I said they. I thought they were going to win by a field goal. You thought San Francisco was going to win, and you got that right. And then I got um, Buffalo. I picked Buffalo to beat the Patriots, which I've been trying to tell you them's frauds, man. They were frauds, you know, oh, not That's the evil empire of old because they don't got, you know, Anakin. They don't got Anakin. When you don't have Anakin, you're not really a threat to as far as the evil empire is concerned. I mean, they got Anakin in training, but he he ain't ready, you know. See, but I don't think like nobody would have beat um, Buffalo Bills the way they were playing. They went seven, they went seven drives, and they scored on every drive. They didn't uh, have to yeah. punt the ball. They didn't have to do no field goals. So no matter who it was, um, they was going to get handed an ass whooping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You probably would have scored, but uh, you would have got the ass whooping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'll try to tell you about Josh Allen. You know, Josh Allen is that boy. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, you know, but this next game, they play the Kansas City Chiefs. I, I'm, I'm still not sure if you're able to take it to the next level. To me, it's the best game of the weekend, the Chiefs and the Bills. Uh, they played last year, um, you know, and the Chiefs ended up winning to go to the Super Bowl. This year, they play again in the second round. Um, but I can't 
I can't pick the Bills yet, even though I love what I've seen from, from Buffalo last week um, as far as, you know, a football team's concerned and a quarterback plays concerned and, and the running back Devin Singletary from the crib, uh, Atlantic Del Rey High School and FAU, you know, he represented uh, in that game. But until you beat a team like Kansas City or until you beat a team like, you know, a Green Bay or a Tampa Bay, then I can't bet with you. I can't, I can't put my money and my chips down with you just yet. So I'm still sticking with Kansas City uh, to win that game. I think it's going to be a close game because I think it's, it's going to be a shootout, actually, type of game. I think Kansas City wins the game. Um, give me 34-27 type of game. Kansas City moves on to the AFC Championship game. Okay, um, I could, you know, I could agree on that because we both think that Kansas City is going to make it to the Super Bowl anyway. But like, this is the game where I'm like, listening to what you're saying about Josh Allen being one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now. But it's not just that. His defense is on point, you know, and, and um, you know, the defense is what carries individuals or teams in the playoffs, you know, no matter what sports you're actually playing. So, um, for me, if if they defense could continue doing what they're doing and and they give um, Patrick Mahomes hell, then it's probably going to be a problem, man. We probably see an upset, you know. Um, I don't want that to happen because any New York team I don't like. I know you like the Giants, you know, and I think they wind up hiring a new coach. But uh, regardless of the fact, um, I really feel that, uh, you know, it may be an upset. I want to be right and say Kansas City, you know, Kansas City going to win. We, you are, we already said they're going to win the Super probably going to go to the Super Bowl. But, like, I could really see me being wrong and Josh Allen doing his thing and and, and win it. So, um, I would – I think I'm going to go against – I think I'm going to go against what I said last week because, you know, it's playoffs anyway and – you know, depending on what you see in the playoffs, you you able to change your your mind on who you actually think going to win the Super Bowl. I still think um, the Green Bay Packers going to win overall. But now seeing what the Buffalo Bills just did last week, um, if they could play that type of game, then I don't even think Kansas City could beat them. So I, I, I'm going to go ahead and say, and Kansas City, not just that, but we know what they was doing early on in the season. Um, and sometimes... You, you lose in the beginning and then you wind up getting your legs under you during the season, but it's better to lose some games later in the season and then go ahead and, and um, come back and start winning them games so you can wind up getting failure, know how to adjust and know how to do their thing. Because like I said, um, I didn't think that they had it last week because of what they was um, showing me the last few weeks in the regular season. And they made me eat my, my words and, they wind up doing their thing. So I'm going to go ahead and say that Kansas City will lose this game because they be playing. They be feeling like, oh, you know, we got Steph Curry in our pocket. You know, he's going to, he's going to, you know, it's a different sport, but he's going to save the day. Or we got MJ, or we got Kobe, or we got Peyton. You know, it, it's Patrick Mahomes. He's young, but they feel like they got that, that um, quarterback that they need to, to, to get them over them humps. Um, plenty of time. So um, I think it's not going to happen this week. I think that the um, Buffalo Bills will wind up winning 
to 30. I think it's going to be a field goal because normally that's what happens when it comes to these these two teams. So that means you change your Super Bowl pick then. Yeah, that means your Super Bowl pick is Buffalo and Green Bay. Yeah, Buffalo and Green Bay, but still but on Green Bay will win the whole thing. And, and not just that, but, you know, that's just me speaking right now because, you know, you have the Rams that's playing. You have other teams that's playing. You got yeah. Tennessee Titans with Derrick Den- 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 Henry. He's coming back. So I don't know, you know, we just going ahead and, 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 and saying some things right now. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. These is all just predictions. Shit. So uh the so, so we might as well stay in the AFC though with Tannehill and the Titans, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, Derrick Henry coming back, like he said. They got Julio Jones healthy, AJ Brown out there healthy. This is the team that we thought in the beginning of the season was gonna be rocking. And the fact that they 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 the are the number one seed. You know that you got to go through Tennessee to win makes me feel like okay, yeah, they definitely could legit have a chance to make it to the Super Bowl. But it's all about Tannehill, man. We already know <laughs> it's all about him. You know because oh, Tennessee is solid, but they playing um Cincinnati. You know Cincinnati is a pretty good team, and mm-hmm. if they get out to a lead, which is highly possible with that explosive offense that they got with Joe Burrow mm-hmm. then it's gonna you can't run the ball I mean you could try to run the ball to come back with Derrick Henry but at some point Tannehill's gonna have to make a play he's gonna have to make some throws to keep you in the game now if you jump out to a lead then it's a different story you know what I'm saying um so it all it all really depends on if this is a close game if it's a close game I like Tennessee you know, if it's a shootout, you know, like if, if it's a low scoring close game, then I like Tennessee. If it's a shootout, though, I like Cincinnati. I like I like Cincinnati Bengals to win if this is a shootout, because I just cannot and will not ever trust Tannehill. <laughs> you know, he's been with us for how long it was with us for how long I seen Seven how years. this story ends. I seen mm-hmm. it, seen this movie before and. I, I, I like Joe Burrow. I like Joe Burrow a lot. I think um, he's a really good quarterback. Last last week, he made some great throws, and I think they let the Raiders back into that game because they played conservative at the end. They were trying to run the clock out, playing not to lose, and they almost lost playing that way. You can't play that way, but I don't put that on Joe Burrow. I put that on the coaching. They just tried to run the ball and kill the clock, and it almost you know bit them in the butt. So, yeah, I think if Joe Burrow, yo, the dude Jamar Chase, I watched the game last week. I watched it. The dude is pretty much uncoverable right now. He looks like a young Chad Johnson. When Chad Johnson was in a zone for those two, three years and you could not cover cover him, that's what Jamar Chase is. And then Burrow, knowing how he plays since LSU, you could tell they got that chemistry from way back when. They did win a national championship with that team. And Burrow won the Heisman and all of that. So I don't know, man. I, I feel my, me just talking it out makes me feel like, oh, I'm going, I'm going with the Bengals, man. And I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with them and I'm gonna take take the uh chance that they jump out to a big lead in this game. And um 
yeah, I, I just feel like uh, the, they'll be explosive in this game and they'll find a way to to, to hold off Tennessee and Tannehill. Uh, I think it's going to be, you know, maybe 27 to 20. 27-20, so it's going to be a close game, defensive game. I feel you. I feel you with all your points that you gave, especially with the Tannehill. He killed um, on wide receivers. He killed head coaches. And, of course, you've seen what he did um, as far as with Derrick Henry. He was not the one that caused the the um, injury, but just being with him, and he's known for having this negative aura on players around him, then you yeah. see what happened. Yeah, you, you're you coming back, um, but I don't think that you're 100%. You're coming back, and I just feel like uh, when someone is rushing to come back, um, you put yourself at risk. You put your team at risk as far as winning them games, and you put your career at risk. Like for for me personally, like he could be the one of the best running backs of all time, and I feel like yeah. he's coming back early. And I think it was a foot injury that he had. And you know, when it comes to foot injuries with people that's big, you got all that weight on on your feet. Um, yeah. It's gonna wind up being a problem. Like you're a strong running back, you got nothing but muscles. Muscles is heavier than fat, and I feel like um, yeah you weren't running like that when you was rehabbing at least i don't think so i think you're probably um you know walking with a boot or walking you know chilling at the crib and having um you know all these individuals you know take care of you now that you're going to be really running and you're playing in tennessee um yeah home field is good but i think home field is going to be bad for someone that's injured you know normally when it's cold you could feel any type of um injury that you previously had it's kind of like when people break their leg and they could feel the rain coming before the rain come yeah i think it's going to be the same thing when it comes to derrick henry i think you know they're going to put too much on him um and it's going to be a problem because right when you want to find out that Tannehill um is not that guy something that we know in miami he, we got a taste of that for seven years then everybody's going to notice that okay we really need Derrick Henry. I think it's already a, a, a no-brainer, but right now putting him in the game um, can possibly have you take a step back later on in his career, and that's the near future as far as with the running back. As far as going to the game, again, Tannehill will not, not carry um, the team. You know, he's known to do that. Um, you said that Julio Jones is back. He's healthy. Yes, but saying what I've been saying, like I just said, um you got individuals when you had an injury when it's cold you actually feel it so someone that's been known for having injuries later in his career um some one of the reasons i think he left um atlanta um i think that he's back but um he's not the same person derrick henry's not going to be the same person um julio jones is not going to be the same person um, the only person that's going to be the same person is Tannehill, and he's going to find a way to lose the game for you. So um, going to um, what you're saying with Joe Burrow, he got that rapport with, um, you know, um, his wide receiver since LSU. Like I've seen highlights. I ain't see the too much of the game, but I've seen uh, a decent amount of the game. And, and you know, I've I seen it when they were, you know, dominating. You know, I didn't really see – when it was coming back until later on and you know the Raiders found a way to actually lose the game but hopefully they learned a lesson like you said uh they're trying to play it safe and run the clock hopefully they see they almost 
could have been out of the playoffs uh, with one of those pretender teams. And um, you would have had probably a negative taste in um, that organization's um, mouth for, for, for Joe Borough, you know. But again, you got a, a tandem with them. Like you said, it's looking like Chad Johnson, a bigger Chad Johnson. He could run them routes. Seem like nobody can defend him right now. Um, I really want to see him against, we see on, on corners like uh, Patrick Ramsey against Xavier Howards. So I could really get a real feel of, you know, what type of um, raw receiver he is. I don't really know that anybody in Tennessee can defend him, you know, basically on what we've been seeing him doing. Um, and I think it's going to be the same, same way. I, I think that um, if uh, Tennessee, you know, um, wind up balling early and they could just control the game, then they win, like you said. But I don't feel it's going to be that type of game. <laughs> I think Joe Burrow's going to come swinging, throwing, throwing bombs, getting first downs, and people are going to be like, damn. Um, everybody talking about the Dolphins making the bad to pick with Tua about Herbert. No, 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 no. It's Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is, is, is that guy, someone that got injured, came back, didn't take a step back. You know, normally right. on, on quarterbacks, when they injure their knee, you know, they subconscious, they scared. Um, but he's not that he's, he's, he just jumped right back in. Um, and, and, and he's doing what he's been doing, getting them numbers. Um, and, and I, I can't see any, well, I can't see the, the, the Tennessee Titans corners holding him down. So for me, it's going to be Cincinnati Bengals, Cincinnati Bengals going to go ahead and win this game. Both teams got good defenses. Um, but one team is younger, but I, 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 I feel like this time it's for the young guys. Um, Tannehill yeah. already lamented his um, career as far as what type of individual he is, and that's a loser. Um, and I think Joe Burrow is lamenting his 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 um his career right now. Early on, someone that's um you know scoring four touchdowns back to back, doing his thing, win a, a, a NCAA championship, come to the NFL, get injured with a garbage team wind up getting your number one wide receiver and doing the same thing you was doing when you were in LSU. So for me, Cincinnati win is going to be 28-32 um, to 24. Okay. All right. All right. So we're moving on to the NFC. The NFC got some uh, two good, good games, too, um, on that side. Mm -hmm. I'll start with the Packers and the Niners. Uh, just the uh, just the way the game looks kind of always brings me back to watching playoffs with Brett Favre and, and Steve Young when they used to battle um, back in the day. This game is in Green Bay, which is a real home field advantage um, because, you know, it's not like there's going to be a lot of other fans there because the I believe it's like, <laughs> you know, like they, they ain't going to leave to go to Lambeau Field the frozen tundra as, as Chris Berman used to call it. Um, yeah. And, and because of that, I think it's going to be tough for San Francisco to win West coast team, you know, um, they, they're used to sunshine and, and all of that. And um, they have the elements that do travel with a football team when it comes to like a running game and defense, you know? Um, but like I said, in these games, it's like, who do you trust? You know, like what what quarterback and, and coach do you trust 
in the, in the playoffs because the other team's always trying to figure out what you're trying to do. They're going to figure some stuff out, you know? So you have to have players that can make just something out of nothing, you know, uh, at times. And I don't see that with Jimmy G, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, he's been a, a good player, a good um, game manager type of quarterback. He's not necessarily going to win you the game, but he usually doesn't lose the game either. But in a game like this, when you're playing against Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams at home with a week of rest, it's just, it just seems like it's impossible to happen. Now I love Debo Samuel, Samuel as well. Um, but like I thought the Dallas Cowboys would do, I thought they would key in on him, you know, um, but somehow he still got loose and broke free for like a 20 yard touchdown run. So I think this Green Bay defense is, is underrated and they got some players that I think they do got one pro bowler or one all pro player, which is a guy that I don't even know. But I just remember seeing that there was a Green Bay all pro player, I believe it's a linebacker and Bakatari, who is like a defensive tackle, I believe has always been solid for the last couple of years. Um, so I'm obviously I'm picking Green Bay to win this game just because, you know, like I said, they're at home and I haven't even mentioned Aaron Rodgers, the possible MVP once yet. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't even mention that guy and he has something to prove to Green Bay and the world that you can go be a host on Jeopardy in the off season and come back and win a championship. I think he really wants to prove that, you know, he's that guy. And Tom Brady is not that guy. And I feel like they're trying to do a Tom Brady, you know, Rodgers NFC championship anyway. But, you know, we'll see about we'll see who we pick on the next game. But I like I like Green Bay to beat San Francisco. I would say give me 31 to 26. Okay, that's reasonable. I mean, I think you got Aaron Rodgers. You got Aaron Rodgers. That's all you need. Yeah. And you got Devontae Adams? Right. <laughs> really? Like, I know you said, you know, it depends on the head coach. You know, look, Aaron Rodgers is the head coach. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? You got a rookie head coach right now that, you know, he ain't nobody in that organization is saying anything to, you know, put fuel on that flame and having Aaron Rodgers win the Super Bowl and telling them to kick rocks. They want to win the Super Bowl and please stay, Aaron. Please stay. That's what they want. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers have motivation. You know, he have motivation for those individuals that had something negative to say about him standing on his ground and not taking the vaccine like Kyrie. He didn't lie. He said he was getting immunized for, again, you may have misinterpreted it. Well, well what does that but, even mean, though? <laughs> what, what does that even mean? I've been immunized. Well, I mean, what is that? Nobody asked the question. It was not his job <laughs> to ask the question. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's what you like. You as a journalist, a journalist, if you was there in that in that in that room asking questions, and he he would have said that, you would have been like, so Aaron Rodgers, what do you mean exactly? by you're immunized that, that's what you would have done but you was not there so we just got to go on you know he, like, hey it is what it is so um 
those individuals that was throwing salt on his name, those individuals that say, um, you know, he has a bad personality, like when, when does you having a bad personality have anything to do with your game? Personally, you know what I mean, as a businessman, as you know, you got a lot of rich, rich people. You think these owners have great personalities? A lot of them don't have great personalities. A lot of them have that Aaron Rodgers personality, you know, because sometimes people think they're smarter than you. Sometimes people think that they're richer than you. Something, you know, is a lot, is a lot of different reasons why people um, move the way they move with certain people. Cause then again, you have certain people that, that say, no, like, nah, they cool. Like, what are you talking about? Like, what did you do? Because when he's around me, like he is a vibe. So again, um, again, you got to understand the media normally controls the narrative, um, try to control the narrative, but like people like myself, like that's not what I'm worried about. I'm not worried about if you're a good or a bad guy. I'm like Marcus, I'm worried about, are you going to make my team win? That's it. You know what I'm saying? So um, going to back to Aaron Rodgers, you know, all those people that I was throwing salt on his name. Um, I think that that's one of the only quarterbacks that I see nowadays besides like Tom Shady and a, a few other um, quarterbacks that play well in, in cold weather. You know, cold weather, hot weather, rain, it don't matter. Aaron Rodgers normally do his thing and he do it so easily. You know what I'm saying? He does it like, all right, you know, I'm, you know, I'm the smartest guy um, on this chessboard, you know, and that's what football is. It's a chess game. And I don't think that Jimmy G um, is smarter than Aaron Rodgers um, in that sense. You know, Aaron Rodgers has been in the league for a long time. He's been um, the backup to Brett Favre, even though um, they don't like each other. He learned something from from that individual. He learned a lot from you know, um, the Dick LeBeau defense, all these different um, defenses that he's seen. Um, and that's what you get when you get a veteran quarterback. You know what I'm saying? It's just like Fitzpatrick. You've been on like 16, 17 teams. And even though you may not be the greatest quarterback, you've seen so many defenses that it makes it better on your on your end when you break down defenses. So I think that's what he's going to do with San France, just like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Like San France and Jimmy G is not going to be able to, um, you know, keep score with Aaron Rodgers, kind of like the Golden State Warriors. You know, some teams can't keep up with those type of individuals. You know, you're you're over here hitting a three every time you're over here every time getting the touchdown. Like, it's not a field goal. Like, it's a touchdown every time. Like, look, three three drives and three touchdowns, that demoralizes people. You know what I mean? And I think that's yeah. exactly what's going to happen to Jimmy G. Um, and um, I think um, Boza got injured last last game. I don't know on what the severity of that injury, but you need Nick Boza. You know what I mean? You need him on your team. One of the Boza brothers got to be over there, you know, lights out, doing their thing. And just the plain fact that you're not 100%, you're going to lose. Aaron Rodgers just showed the team don't need to be 100%. Devontae Adams, you was out for a long period of time. Aaron Rodgers was still winning. Aaron Rodgers normally didn't have, you know, a plethora of wide receivers or or named wide receivers or named running backs or 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 defense or a, a, a decent, decent defense. Not even the greatest, just a decent. He, he, he wins with all these things against him just like the Miami Heat but again you got to understand it's going to be a game 
Um, like you said, I really like this game because I really want to watch this game because I normally don't see um, Green Bay games like when it's snowing. Uh, hopefully it's like it's a, a snowstorm, a blizzard, you know, <laughs> hopefully like for real, like, you know, back in the days when when it was snowing and and you really see it on the field and like, yeah, I want to see it like that, like the old school um, days, you know, or regardless if you got the machines to clear off the 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 um the snow i want right behind the bench there's piles of snow you know i would just wanted to be a snowstorm but i wanted to be a good game you know and i think it's going to be a good game because aaron Rodgers could play in any weather so um right, green right. bay packers uh 34 to 21. all right all right so before we get this last thing last game i just want to shout out the um the hurricanes and the crib players that are in the playoffs or have been in the playoffs so far. So Denzel Perryman, you know, our boy, <laughs> still in the league, was playing for the Raiders last last week. Uh, Greg Rousseau playing for Buffalo, you know, but, um, you know, still playing in, in the playoffs. Um, I already talked about Devin Singletary from Atlantic High School. Nick Bosa, you just mentioned from St. Thomas Aquinas here in Fort Lauderdale. I think that's I think that's about it. I can't think of anybody else from the crib or from the hurricanes that are in the playoffs. Um I can't think of nobody else really. I think there's nobody it. in Tampa Bay that that came from oh Levante Miami. David uh from Miami Northwestern, um Miami Northwestern High School. So shout out to him. And this last game. Is a very, very interesting game, man. Uh, you got the Rams who looked, you know, like they going back to the Super Bowl with that game they played against Arizona. Or it could be just Arizona was just bad because they just looked terrible. And Kyler Murray looked lost. Was playing? Kyle, huh? DeAndre Hopkins wasn't playing. Right, right. But, like, at the same time, like – was he the entire team? Like, I mean, come on, like Kyler Murray, you should be able to, you know, at least move the ball something. You you didn't do nothing last game. I, I think, think he had 100%. like 40 yards in the first half or something like that. Come on, like DeAndre Hopkins, I, I know he's a great player. I'm a fan of him as, as a wide receiver. He's one of my top three wide receivers in the league. But uh, come on, man, like you were expecting a better effort. But at the at the flip side, was it really just the Rams? Maybe the Rams is really that good. I mean, they are an all-star team. You know, if there's anybody we could really compare to the, the Golden State Warriors, it's really the Rams because you got Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, you got Von Miller. Let's not forget they got Von Miller in the, in the beginning, in, in the middle of the season. Uh, you got Sony Michelle at running back, who used to be a five star. That's another kid I, I, I should I should mention from American Heritage High School. Um, and you got Matthew Stafford, which like Rogers more than Rogers, because Rogers does have a ring already. Already has a lot to prove. And you got OBJ, and then you got C Cooper Cup, who statistically the best wide receiver in the league this season. So all of that, with, with all of that being said, you playing against Tom Shady, you know what I'm saying? Tom Shady and that defense, that defense, that front seven is, is 
probably the best in the league with Vita Vea and Levante David, like I mentioned. You still got Dominican Sue on, on that defensive line with Jason Pierre-Paul coming off the edge. I mean, it's like they're kind of an all-star team too. Um, and their defensive backfield is finally somewhat healthy, which it hasn't been during the season. But what happened in that last game, though, which I think is the key in this game, and you might be surprised with my pick in this game, is that they lost two offensive linemen. One of them was is an all-pro offensive lineman, Tampa Bay. Hey. And I'm just like, come on, Tom Brady, Tom Brady doesn't move really. And then Aaron he Aaron Donald is the is the player that is in the advantage here. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna get He's always an advantage. some <laughs> some scrub that's gonna be replacing um Tristan Wurst, who who's who's that player who's injured. So Tom Brady is doesn't I mean they got a, a an okay running game. But um, the play that they play, I think his name Vaughn. I know his last name is Vaughn, but a no-name running back. Um, not not uh, Leonard Fournette, who I don't think is playing in this game. They still don't have Chris Godwin. And then Mike Evans, you know, he's a great player, um, but he is injury-prone. And I think, I'm not sure if he's going to be 100% for this game, but he's a legitimate threat. And... Those other receivers, you know, Tom Brady can make look like all-stars. Let's just let's just be real. But I think this is the Rams time. You know, I think this is a, a Rams defense that is going to go into Tampa Bay confident. Um, and I think Tampa Bay is kind of an ideal place for an L.A. team to be playing because the weather-wise is pretty much the same. And it's not like a very intimidating state stadium. You know, they don't get loud like Miami stadium does when we're winning. Like if we were in the playoffs, you know, how, you know, how that, that this hard rock stadium back behind me would be rocking when we're winning that. I mean, come on, that stadium can be compared with the most hostile environments in all of football, but Tampa Bay is not really like that. They were when, when they were hungry, you know, but, you know, you've been, you've been chilling with Tom Brady. You got, you know, you got a Super Bowl already with the first year. You know, uh, it's not going to be a raucous environment. And I think the weather's probably going to hold up pretty pretty well if it doesn't rain. And I don't think rain is in the forecast. I think this is a game where you're going to see another crib running back, you know, start to really show how good he is in Sony Michelle. And I think he's going to be the difference because if I think that was that was the main difference with Matthew Stafford with with his whole career that Matthew Stafford never really had. Yeah, he had Megatron, you know what I'm saying? But did he really have um, a a running game? Nah, not really. He didn't really have a running game uh, that you can hold your hat on. So I think this time the running game pulls through for Matthew Stafford. And Tom Brady gets really frustrated um, because he's gonna get put on his back or or put on um, you know uh, under heavy pressure, and that's how you beat Tom Brady. Let's be honest. You put pressure on Tom Brady. We know it. The Dolphins always messing up the Patriots season, like every season it seems like, and. Um, 
I think they're going to put some pressure on him. And I think Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey and these players have something to prove in them within themselves. So, so definitely I'm going to go with the Rams to pull off the upset over Tom Shady. And I'm going to go with a 37 to 20. 27 type game. Okay. I mean, after you done educated me and, and a few of the viewers on two offensive linemen being injured, then I got to change my pick. Forget, <laughs> <laughs> forget me saying it's going to be Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Shady in, in, in the, um, um, not the championship game, but the, um nfc championship game uh i gotta go ahead and change my <laughs> my decision and go with the rams why um basically everything that you said um you got sony michelle coming back to the crib you got Jalen ramsey coming back to the crib um i mean Jalen ramsey played at fsu so tampa bay right. is not too far from fsu so you know i'm pretty sure he got relatives and family around there sony michelle same thing um, from down here, South Florida, but you know, he got something to prove, you know, you got traded from the New England Patriots, you know, when you get traded from the New England Patriots, sometimes people look at you like you're the problem, you know what I'm saying, and you're not um, um, grasping certain things, kind of something that, you know, that they said with Chad Johnson, he didn't understand the playbook, same thing with Cam Newton, he didn't understand the playbook, certain things like that, certain people that we know have a career in the NFL and flourished other places, so uh, for me, Shona Michelle is going to be doing this thing. I think it's going to be a defensive game. I think that um, Matthew Stafford um, is going to be like having something to prove, like you said. But again, then again, when you got them butterflies in your stomach, you're going against Tom Shady. Uh, I think he's going to overthrow a few um, guys. He's going to, you know, turn into um, that individual that played for the Detroit Lions that never won a playoff game. That never made the playoff. So for me, um, I think that even though they're gonna win the game, the they're not gonna win once. once. Yeah, I think he made the playoffs one time. Yeah, well, you know, everybody got a dream. Everybody, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, he, but, but last week was his first playoff win for sure. See, so 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 yeah, there you go. There you have it. Um, you got somebody that just got a taste of winning, and it, you know he had a he had a part in playing that he's the quarterback. Um, but I think when you put against, um, like you said, an all-star defense as well um, in that environment, yeah, they're not the the they're the same stadium, but I don't think they're the same have the same intensity when you had Warren Sapp back there and certain things like yeah. that. You know, that's not that type of defense, but their decent defense is decent. Um, but look, I don't think it's going to affect. Um, the Rams, why? Because in practice, you're going against Patrick Ramsey, Aaron Donald, and Von Miller. So you should be able to, um, you know, see the uh, Dominica Sues and um, the um, other players coming through in the line and possibly doing anything. You're going against the right, same level type of player, you know. I mean, one is type A, one is an A, A, um, A, B, you know, one, 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 A, one, you know, something like that. But I really do feel like 
it's going to be a closer game. It's not going to be a high-scoring game. It's going to be in the 20s. I mean, the Rams are going to win 24 to 21. And the reason why I'm saying 24 to 21, Tom Shady normally don't lose by a touchdown. It's normally by a field goal. I'm going to give them that benefit just because of Tom Shady, you know. And Tom, I think Tom Shady you don't mind um, winning another Super Bowl and showing uh, Bill Belichick that, yo, it was me, it was not you, you know. And and, and that's what these coaches got to understand, you know what I mean? You got, you got Jordan. You know, it was Jordan. It was not the coach. <laughs> you know, um, you you may have certain people that you play a, a factor in it, but when you got the best of the best, normally they do their thing regardless. You know, um, it's like men, men among boys. You know, Megatron. Like, come on, man, Megatron was beasting against great re- on, on corners, great safeties, linebackers. It didn't matter matter because he was just so big, just like Shaq. You're just so big. Just like LeBron, you you know. So for me, that's what it's gonna be. 24-21. The Rams gonna go ahead and win this game. And Tom Tom Shady is gonna really feel some type of way about all the turmoil that's happened in Tampa Bay with with um, the coach and the wide receiver um, Antonio Brown and, and 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 so on and so on. Normally, when you have little dysfunction in the organization, and it's in the media, those teams tend to not win. You know, Tom Tom Shady didn't have that when he was in New England. So that's why you're going to lose. Okay, so we both like Packers, Rams, and Bengals. We both like the Bengals. You just like Buffalo, and I like KC. So that's the only difference going into this weekend. Uh, one more player just came to my mind was Amari Cooper from uh, Miami Northwestern High School. He was also – in the playoffs, you know what I'm saying? So um, other than that, I do want to shout out the Miami Hurricanes basketball team who's not getting no love, <laughs> you know, just Rangers, like, man. I mean, it's crazy. Like, I don't understand why they're not getting no love. They're the number one I don't team. know why. The weather, ACC. the women, the beaches. <laughs> I mean, it has to be the, but be the reason because they're the number one team in the ACC, and the ACC is basically considered the SEC of college basketball. And they beat Duke at Duke. They did lose to Florida State, but it was a one-point game. And then they blew out North Carolina by, like, 20-something. Uh, they play Florida State again on Saturday at home. So if they end up beating them, then there's no way in hell that they shouldn't be ranked. Because right now they're not ranked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which is like, I don't understand. Like, you know, doing that like, on purpose. If you rank them high now, it's going to be hard to not um, have them in the tournament. And, you know, we're, we'll keep them out of it late, you know, late, late, late. And then we'll, we'll rank them later on in the season. When instead of being ranked like number two or number one, they'll be ranked like number 10. <laughs> like that's what they do. Yeah, the Hurricanes basketball team, they're getting a raw deal right now. But yeah, it doesn't really that matter that much because when a tournament starts, it's the top 64 teams. So that means we basically guaranteed to be one of those top 64 teams if they keep playing like we plan, which is cool because we're going to have a team that's, you know, that we could pull for in college basketball. You know, for, for people like us, we don't watch college basketball. Like, I don't I, – I know most people in South Florida do not watch college basketball. We don't, really don't football care about city. that. We care about football for the, mo- for the most part, and we care about our pro teams. 
you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> for the most part. But everything else is like, okay, whatever. You know, FIU barely gets any love. FAU barely gets any love. And don't talk to me about they 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 basketball teams or baseball teams or whatever. Nobody really cares that much. And I am a diehard Miami sports fan. You know, I pull for anybody from the crib or the Hurricanes, Dolphins, and Heat, pretty much in that order. Heat and Dolphins kind of tied. Actually, Dolphins, they're not even on the list until draft time, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, for what they pulled. And we still ain't got no coach, by the way. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know what's going on. And then the people that they interviewing too, bro, like, I seen that they were going to interview Vance, Vance Johnson. The the play Joseph Vance Joseph yeah who defensive coach, coach. The, he, he used to be he used to coach, coach with the Dolphins right but he was trash you know like during that time like we were not good defensively that's why we let him go and we fired him I'm like I don't understand he goes to Denver and I think he went back to Denver because I think originally he was with Denver and they got a decent defense but they're not something you know to to write home about. I think, so I don't I think know when he was here on defense, the defense was good, but when he, he didn't get fired, but he got offered the head coach job in Denver, but then everything was trash. <laughs> you know, he, yeah. I think when he was here, he was garbage, but, you know, like that, go, like, why would you go, like, you just had a defensive coach. Like, I'm thinking that we're going in the direction of somebody that's been there, done that already. Right. I don't want to have to go through another three, four offensive coordinators. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, like the defense is already silt. You know, you got Jonathan Ogba, X-Man, you know, Holland, all these different players that's doing their thing. It's the offense that need to be clicking right now, man. Even if the off, if the defense, um, you know, take a step back a little bit, I think it's going to be better than, than the average. This is the offense. So, you know, interviewing this guy like yo you need to interview him as a defensive coordinator not a yeah. head coach um exactly i think i think um there was rumblings about jim caldwell you know coaching yeah. and he they haven't even inter interviewed him you got the enemy supposedly the crazy thing about the enemy i'm like dog oh, it's been years every year they're saying the enemy is the best candidate to become right. a head coach and he never becomes a head coach. Yeah, he, I think like, I think part of it is because he's coaching Patrick Mahomes, and people are like, oh, you got Patrick Mahomes, and you're not really that guy. Patrick Mahomes is that guy. And that I mean, there could be some racial stuff too. Obviously, that always plays a factor in stuff, but I think that's the reason why he ain't getting no job. Yeah, I could I could I could believe that. I'm thinking about um, you know, Josh McDaniels and New England Patriots. What do you um, think about that? Being a I think that he think coach. Who um Josh McDaniel be, being our head coach? Yeah. He's I being interviewed. I wouldn't I don't know. To be honest <laughs> with you, it just doesn't make any sense. You're gonna go with someone that has like the same mentality as the coach that you just fired, all of them come from the same tree, the coaching tree. So yeah. if you saying that you fired Flores because of communication, then I don't think you're going to want somebody that speak up for himself. And I don't think Josh McDaniels is that type of coach. He's going to be more grumpy like Bill Belichick. Yeah. 
that don't make any sense for me. But if, if you talk about offensive wise, you know, he's an offensive mind. But Bill Belichick don't have one of the greatest offenses. It's like peanut butter and jelly. You know what you're getting. It's not like a Sean Payton offense or a Green Bay offense or a Kansas City offense. Those offenses, you, you know, people be wide open sometimes. You be like, damn, how the hell? This is the NFL. How you wide open so many different plays? So I don't know. I thought they was gonna in- interview somebody that had a relationship with Tua. Um, they were saying some the the they, offensive they coordinator of the um, Bills. I think that's the reason why we won't have no coach is because they're not gonna, you know, name the head coach and you got that team still in the playoffs that he's coaching for you know what i'm saying they probably waiting for him to get fired it's just like with mario cristobal we waited you know till they you know lost the game and, and then we wind up saying that he's our head coach i think they don't want to um put that distraction on that that actual um team I, I mean who really talks about the dolphins i mean you've seen that that what they did you know last week um, right before the playoffs, oh, two was the man. He, he's he's gonna be the quarterback. Like, why did you have to say that? Like, like you know what I'm saying? Right. It's just like I, the Dolphins always do some shit that don't make no sense for me. It's like everybody need to. It's just like it, the Dolphins are like Instagram. You just bought something to eat, and you gotta post that you you're eating this food before you even took a bite. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, like. Who cares? Like you, you, you went on. You on Ross went on and said, "Oh, the new head coach is going to go ahead and dictate if Tua is the man or not." Basically, that's what he said. And then now, oh, we're Tua is the the going to be the quarterback in twenty twenty two. Like, like hypocrites, contra, con, like human con, human contradiction. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand. And this is the reason why nobody has no respect for the Dolphins, but. Um, it just doesn't make any sense that we don't have no head coach still. But if it's gonna wind up being like what the um Hurricanes did, and you wind up getting it right, then cool. Because I don't really care who the head coach, white, black, um, defensive minded coach, offensive minded coach. It's just when you come here, the offense is clicking and the defense is clicking. That's all I want. I don't care. You're gonna hire your friends that you got relationships with. You know, that's up and coming defensive coaches or linebacker coaches that's wind up being coordinators now. If that's what you need to do, then do it. Now, if it works, I'm gonna I'm gonna be like, yes, but if it don't work, I'm gonna be like a typical fan and I'm gonna give you the business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So hey, I don't know, man. Um, hopefully it's somebody that 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 can make you change your mind on tour because if two because obviously now we don't think that we're getting Deshaun Watson they said that we're probably not gonna get him no more so if we're not getting him like what you know that this draft has no quarterbacks in there they're basically nobodies like they're they're all of them are like backups you know like so what 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 does Marcus have to do now Marcus gotta go ahead and be like damn I know I got, you know, I got nothing in the cabinet to eat, but bread. Look in the fridge, refrigerator, no bologna, no ham, no nothing. You got some eggs, you're going to make an egg sandwich with it. You're going to make do with what you have. <laughs> and that's yeah. what you're going to do with Tua. 
You know, you like because like what we you want to suck again and be the 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 garbage team, you know, again. Like it, it, do you want that? Like to get a num- number one quarterback? I don't think we're that lucky to be the number one team in the future to get a court and be in position to get the quarterback if Tua is not the guy. I don't think so. So like I said before, put all your chips in Tua. Hey, well, we'll see, but um, we'll see. I, I think, yeah, it, if they get the, the Bills offensive coordinator, great. But if they don't, that's when you really going to be like, what you going to do now? You know, because if you don't get that guy, because there's so many open jobs right now, like I feel like there's like at least seven teams that need a head coach right now. The Giants are, are actually one of them. Um, I think Minnesota, I think they need a head coach. Um, Jacksonville, I think is still looking for a head coach. The Texans. And uh, Brian Flores is going to fill one of them spots. I, I don't know which one it's going to be. They just fired They just fired the defensive coordinator of, of the Ravens. It just popped up on my phone. So how about Brian Flores go to the, <laughs> to the, go Ravens, to the Ravens and bring that defense wow. back? That would be crazy. That would be crazy. But um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll see what happens with this coaching carousel. That's always something interesting to 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 watch. Uh, but the draft is as far as the draft is concerned, it's all about offensive line and defensive linemen. You know that there's plenty of great DNs, edge rushers, and O linemen. I would say there's a good five to ten on when it comes to those positions that can start. Uh, wide receivers are always going to be there, and so are running backs. But quarterbacks, Kenny Pickett, um, uh, Matt Corral, and then the kid Liberty, like I said, that they're not worth – they're not going to be drafted in the top ten, and which is very rare because there's always at least one quarterback drafted, if not multiple quarterbacks drafted in the top ten. This is not going to be one of them years. So we stuck with Tua anyway, likely – so we might as well just, you know, get a coach that can see if they can develop him. And to me, Josh McDaniels is probably the best, if not that Bill's um, offensive coordinator. Those, those, are, those are my top two picks uh, to, to replace Brian Flores. But, yeah, but like I said, they're, they're not even on the best uh, list. They're, as far as my favorite teams right now, they're not even on the list right now. They're, you know, TBA right now to be announced. Maybe later we'll find out if they make the list. But um, other than that, besides the Lakers, um, the benching of Russell Westbrook, you know what I'm saying? You got anything else that that's, that crossed your mind when it comes to sports this week? Um, I mean, you, 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 had, you had them try Kyrie again. It's like... Like why y'all keep effing with Kyrie, man? What like he's he he he's he's playing in Cleveland, you know, and um, he has some heckler fans, you know, talking trash, running their mouth, and he was like, "I gave y'all mother effers some a championship, and y'all still not 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 satisfied." You know what I'm saying? And the NBA fined them twenty five thousand dollars, like mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving. Oh, they find him because of what he said. Yeah, because the, he said that on the court. On the court, 
Oh, and okay. he's like, you know, he's like, and he said it like, he ain't say what no, he just like, man, I gave y'all motherfuckers a, a championship and y'all still not satisfied, you know, um, which is true. Like, come on, man. Everybody I mean, trying to- which is which is true, but I don't see why they find him. Like, first of all, I, I, have, I don't see no reason why they find him. But like, that's how sports is, man. You wrong, you wearing the wrong color. I'm gonna boo you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah so, like I mean, just like LeBron but, right now, he's wearing the wrong colors right now. So I'm gonna boo you. Yeah, you brought. Yeah, but if he, if, like, if you so heckle him, boo you. So you, so so he he should he should be able to heckle back. And that was a real heck. Yeah, I don't like, really see a problem with him saying that. Though. Yeah, like that's why I say the they keep effing with him. They keep messing with Kyrie versus the vaccine. Now it's this. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. And he's balling. He's balling like he's mid-range on um, mid-season um, form. It's not like he was chilling at the crib all this time collecting checks and then he looking like James Harden. He looking like 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 he never left. And yeah. and and, and here go the media. They don't say nothing about that. All they still talk about is this, that, and the other. You got you got Chuck talking trash about him, and like I'm like, come on, Chuck, man, yo, yo ass pretending like your ass a role model, man. You a role model now. When you was his age, man, you was throwing people in, in through the windows and stuff. Like I remember you. You know what I'm saying? Like, come yeah. on, man, stop acting like you 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 so holy now. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I'm I like how you be keeping it real on the show sometimes. You feel me? Playing with Shaq like that, this, that, and the other. But like, come on, man. Like, you don't got too, too, you, you don't got too Stephen A on me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when it comes to certain topics, man. Like, certain topics are like, yo, how you gonna get mad at a dude for having like his opinion on certain things? And you was that dude back then doing the same thing. You feel me? You didn't care what nobody else thought. You did what you felt was right. Now you over here always complaining about Kyrie Irving, big hypocrite. But it is what it is. Uh, 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 uh. And the, the fans in, in Cleveland and everybody making it seem like is LeBron. LeBron didn't get them the, the ring. You know what I'm saying? LeBron he, carried he them majority them. of the time. But look, Kyrie was averaging about the same amount of points that that LeBron was averaging when they won that championship in Cleveland. And he hit the. He hit the game shot like yo the three he hit like the game come on, man. Shot, so y'all gotta put some respect on my dog name. What? He, went, he hit the game winning shot, but he wasn't doing what LeBron was doing. Come on, man. LeBron was You need like, to go look up the stats. Look up the stats. Look up the stats. Because I remember <laughs> the game. It was just like when LeBron was with Wade. Sometime Wade had 30 points and LeBron had like 32. LeBron had 10, 10 rebounds and Wade had like eight. You feel know I me? Mean? Like that was like practically the same player. That's what the same thing with Kyrie. Kyrie was doing the same when it came to points. When it came to assists and certain things like that, you probably got LeBron with more rebounds. But I think, look, you need to go ahead and look at the stats when they won. Kyrie was I, balling I'm too. See if I can pull it up, I'm gonna see if I can pull you it me? up. You feel me? Kyrie was balling like a dog. So y'all need to put respect on my dog name, man. I'm tired of everybody you, you running me off Kyrie, Kyrie, man. That that's your dog, man. For some reason, uh, Ky Kyrie he connects to you. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I like people that stand, stand on what they stand on. Like I said last podcast, Marcus got stuff that he stand on, and I got stuff that I stand on. I can't tell you to to to, to change your stance on that. You feel me? All right, somebody somebody's uh 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 um Christian, someone Muslim. No, you got to be Christian. No, you got to be Muslim. Nah, you choose what the hell you want. This is a, like, come on, man, stop playing like that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you should have abortion. 
You feel me? No, she don't like she like, come on, man. That's their decision. Certain things is their decisions. And I I, I respect that. Like, come on, man. $25,000. I mean, he wiped his ass with that bread. But <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Like, y'all just trying to take all the bread from me, man. Don't worry. Trade me after the season. Trade me. And I'm pretty sure they're not even going to trade him. Look at them. Look at them now. Now they're saying, oh, the, the 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 team if they if they if they make the playoffs they're gonna they're gonna probably loosen their uh, reg regulations and rules and have Kyrie be able to play home game. No, what happened? What happened to organization? Stand on that. Tell him no, he can't play right. at the crib. Stand so on got, that. I got the stats on that. Hold on. Damn. Okay. Yes. So LeBron, 29.7 points a game. And Kyrie, 27 points. Rebounds. Right. Rebounds. LeBron, 11 rebounds a game. Kyrie, let's just say four, 3.9. Okay. Assists. LeBron James, 8.9 assists compared mm -hmm. to Kyrie, four. Four. Ooh, you said so what? it's basically nine to four. LeBron so got nine? LeBron got nine assists. Kyrie four. LeBron got eleven rebounds. Kyrie four. So he beat him in all categories. He beat him by points. He beat him by rebounds. He beat him by assists. But that's what's gonna happen when you play with minutes. LeBron. That's what's gonna happen when you play with LeBron. Remember they had a big three. They had Kevin Love there too. Now Kevin Love getting rebounds. Look, you. This is a guy that everybody says injury prone. You're not gonna be in the paint picking up getting them rebounds when you got big Bogart LeBron and Kevin Love able to get the rebounds like come on now and, and when you play with lebron of course lebron gonna ho hold the ball a little longer i mean lebron ain't the point guard but he's the point guard you know what i'm saying but when it comes to points they have the same points he's giving he's not lebron is getting 29 and he's giving you 15 he's giving you 29 you feel me like LeBron basically averages <laughs> triple double, and he averaged, like I said, he averaged about the same as LeBron. Come on, man! And people don't put nah. no respect on his name. Nah, I can't. I can't compare because there's no comparison when you do those stats, man. Like, yeah, you scoring some points, uh, you know, almost as much as LeBron. But when it comes to all around game, and we know he can't defend. Come on, man! He just hit the game winning shot. You know, LeBron I give him that. He hit the game. LeBron got nine How much? How much do Kevin Love have? How much do Kevin Love have? Because you gotta understand, LeBron is holding the ball. I'm the point guard. Kevin Love eight point five points a game. See, and he has six point eight rebounds. See, assists. There you go. Like, no assists because I'm in the paint and I got rebounds. Player. Huh? He basically just a role player. That's what I'm saying. LeBron and, and, and Kyrie is the one that did it. They're making it seem like it's just LeBron and, and, and Kyrie was just a role player. Role player is giving you Kevin Love numbers. Nah, man. And I hit the game winner. Like, stop playing, man. Put some respect on my dog name, like I said, man. Come on, man. Come on. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, so, yes. Again, look at, I know you're looking at that like, damn. That boy West was kind of right. You feel me? Like no, I'm looking at right at all. LeBron is 29 LeBron points. Le more points, more, way more rebounds. We're not saying who's the best player on the team. We're not saying who's the best player on the team. I said that they average about the same. 
But you know you're gonna get more. You're gonna get more. You're gonna get more rebounds. LeBron's not gonna have more rebounds than Kyrie. Just looking at them height wise, LeBron's normally in the paint. Kyrie's normally not in the paint. That's like, and he gave you four. When it comes to assists, Kyrie is the point guard. When you take the ball out of the point guard hand and you give it to LeBron, the new point guard, guess what happened? I'm not gonna be able to give you those assists. Guess Wait, who LeBron just, is passing me the ball to shoot the ball. You just you know what basically prove my point because if LeBron's dominating the ball, how is he also in the paint? What? He's doing both. No, because it's LeBron. He's doing man. LeBron, both. LeBron done that his whole career. That's why. You know, LeBron done that. LeBron did that his whole career. Why are you going to change it just because he's playing with Kyrie? He did that with the Heat. He did that with the Lakers. He's, um, and he did that with Cleveland. So I, I know you're like, damn, how? Because it's LeBron. That's why. It's because it's LeBron. That's what he does. He averaged almost a triple-double. Like, come about, on, and man. By the way, uh, field goal percentage, also LeBron, he shot 49% from the field. And Kyrie shot 46% from the field. So. Practically almost the same. Oh, my God. Like, you're killing almost, me here. almost the same. But let's just be honest. LeBron, if it wasn't for LeBron, come on, man. It, like, LeBron dominated. what I'm saying. Like that, they that wouldn't even be there without final. LeBron. Before LeBron got there, they didn't even make playoffs or anything. But you that's not what we're arguing. What we're arguing over here is don't sit around and pretend like, Kyrie was just a scrub. Nah, it was LeBron and Kyrie that did it. You feel me? And you got one of the greatest players of all time. Of course, he's going to have four more assists than me. Of course, he's going to have uh, more rebounds than me. He's done that on every team that he's been on. You feel what I'm saying? And I'm a smaller guy that's injury prone. Why would I go ahead and put myself in the paint with those big guys to get injured? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to do that. You're going to let LeBron go ahead and do that. What did Kevin Love do? He got six rebounds. Why? Because he's a big man. He's supposed to be in the paint. But when it came to scoring, I'll average the same as LeBron. What are you saying? To me, he's When it comes to not, field goal percentage, yours 49, mine is 46. It's the same. Kyrie's not that guy for me. You know what I'm saying? I know you love him. I already him. know just your the last podcast. But when you're reading but, the numbers, the numbers don't lie. He's 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 not that guy for me. When he was in Cleveland yeah, that's by like himself, what people say about Aaron he Rogers. barely made the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? When he was in Boston, you know, he was to me, he's just a guy, you know. Like, and you, with man. this team right now, I feel like it's inevitable that they gonna lose and Kyrie probably gonna get injured again, you know, because the best ability is availability, and he's available half the time, literally now, because you don't want to take the vaccine. So that it don't matter. I can't. I can't, I, I can't mess with you, man. I can't mess mess with Kyrie. It's because you don't like him. That's why you're not. I being, mean, you're not being. You're not being you rational right now. You're blinded on, by like, your age. Okay, you got something you stand on. Okay, everybody. You're can blinded by your age. So your hate against him. That's you why. Stand on something, but like to me, like you know, you ain't standing for your brother that's next to you. That's that's not what you, that's not who you standing for. You it's only standing for Kyrie Irving. You gotta understand, it's a game. Selfish. It's more It's more than, it's you, you hear what the players say. Sports is, it, it's bigger than sports. 
It's bigger than sports. They say that now it's not bigger than sports. Now it's my, oh, I need to stand next to my brother. No, even Kevin Durant said, no, I ain't going to go ahead and and, and tell him that he had to take the vaccine. His own teammate saying that. And y'all can't get I'm not going to tell him either. I'm not, I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not going to tell anybody. You're disappointed. You're disappointed. It's okay. There's a lot of, there's a lot of people that, 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 that disappoints people. You know what I'm saying? That's a part of life. You feel what I'm saying? There's a lot of disappointment when it comes don't to life. Don't mean I gotta like you. Don't mean I gotta I like you. I hear you. That's the same thing they said about Aaron Rodgers. But look what Aaron Rodgers is doing. You know what I'm saying? He gonna stand on his immunization and he's probably gonna win a Super Bowl on their dog ass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think they're gonna win. And I, just, I think that shit is kind of weird and shady too, to be honest. You try to, you know, pull it, it is what it is. People, you know who you think gonna win the Super Bowl, though. It's all good. It's already Kansas City, the Chiefs, baby. I'm riding with hey. my boy, Patrick, my homeboy. That's what I'm. I understand. Do. Everybody got a dream, <laughs> but 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 hey, did you see? Did you see um that Cleveland Browns football player that that got arrested for running naked? <laughs> no. In the end, ah, yeah, man, this dude got he got arrested for running naked, um, in Miami, man, like butt booty naked, and, and he went, um, he went to what's his name, um, Malik Dow, you feel me? He he ran into a, a, a elementary school butt booty naked, grown man, and he beat up a a a, 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 a police officer, whooped the police officer's ass, you know, oh, got arrested. Man. Oh, huh? Nah, naked? He beat up the naked, naked, and you know it's hard. Imagine somebody trying to fight you and, and he butt booty naked. I'm not trying to touch your ass. Mm-hmm. You feel me? You gonna get a few free blows because I'm over here looking at your other arm like yo. <laughs> you feel me? Like don't touch me. So so yeah, man. That's what happened. He whooped the police officer's ass. Um, and and um, from 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 the update that I I, I read on or probably seen, um, it said that. He thinks somebody put something, um, slipped him something and made him go crazy, which is, you know, like, is not this somebody rare, like you know? a no name player? Malik Dow, uh, you know, he oh, plays Malik for Dow the Cleveland Browns. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? That's crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, not, you know, they got they got video all over the um the the um internet, you know, on the news. I know Chris gonna go ahead and find that video when he sees wow. it. But but you know Crazy. they put him in a stretcher. You know they, of course they covered him, um, and you know you probably had some women that was probably like happy to see the show. You feel what I'm saying? You know you got an NFL player that you know when you're in the NFL you are fit. You know what I'm saying? So they probably was looking at his ass another way. But I didn't respect it just because he ran into an elementary school. You could have had kids, um, you know, the bell ringing and they walking through class and you wind up seeing something like that. You don't know what the person is thinking. Probably try to snatch one of them up. Anybody that that and you black, you black, you got dreads, you big as hell. You know, because you're in the football in the NFL, not just regular football. Um, you, you so you eat well. You know, you're intimidating, and then not just that, you're crazy enough to fight a police officer, whoop the police officer's ass. Most most black people think that if they if they look wrong at the police that they scared to get shot. For you to go ahead and be that brave to go into a school butt booty naked, whoop the police officer, the sheriff, at the same time, like you you got you can't be in your right mind 
but I could just imagine what the rest of the um people around was actually thinking. Like, cause look, if you're somebody in the school, who do you they tell you to call? Call the police. The police is getting their ass whooped. You know what I'm saying? Who am I supposed to call now? <laughs> <Make it. laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Right, like the police got the gun. <laughs> so um yeah, um hopefully, hopefully it is what he said. Um, I'm pretty sure he already got his attorney and his team already got um them blood testing him to see what what was in his system. Um and hopefully it was something in his actual drink um that somebody, you know, slipped him or whatnot. You know, I mean, like everything happened in Florida, dog. Like for real. Everything bad happens in Florida. So you want to party? They're gonna go to Florida. Our clubs, they I've been trying to tell you that y'all hate us because of our beaches, women, and our weather. You know what I'm saying? While it's cold in Tennessee right now, it's nice and warm in Miami. You know, the AC is keeping us cool. But regardless of the fact, I, I, you know, hopefully he can land on his feet if they did give him something um that had a, a a negative effect on his body and his mind. But if he's lying, you gotta lock this guy up. Forget probation, man. You know, random in school, uh, a school of kids, man. And, yeah. and just because it's elementary school makes it even worse. So school is bad enough, you know. Yeah. But 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 people probably would have looked at it different if it was high school. You got little kids, man. You don't play with the little kids, man. So um, hopefully, there's some truth to his story and. He can land on his feet. If not, you got to be the one kicking rocks in jail. Yeah, I mean that's a crazy that's a crazy story. I mean, I'm just picturing a dude getting his ass whooped. You know, like he can never tell that story to nobody. You know, if he if he doesn't, or somebody could always say that, yeah, that, yeah, whatever, man. You beat me in spades. That's why you got whooped by somebody naked. You know what I'm saying? It's like Najee <laughs> Diamond Court when he took a shit in somebody's um room. <laughs> Nazi Davenport. He used to play for the University of Miami, yeah, played yeah, for Green yeah, Bay yeah. Packers. And yeah, then yeah. he wind up taking a shit and got arrested. Um, he took a shit in somebody's laundry and was hiding in the closet. <laughs> Why was he hiding that, in the closet? I don't know, man. You know, oh, that man. but that was a story long, long time ago. You know, oh, I'm like, damn, why it had to be somebody from the U, man? Like, come well, on. Some somebody from the crib, too. I believe he went to Miami Central. Yeah, um, it is what it is. Yeah, but but anyways. Uh lastly, I feel like we should talk about the hurricanes because that's what we do. I mean, I know that's my favorite team. I know that's West's favorite team. You know what I'm saying? Um, they're going into a big weekend. This weekend, Elite Prospect Day, trying to, you know, get some players from all over the country to, you know, see the U and and see what the U is all about. Um, I think it's something that the, the Hurricanes can really build on with recruiting. Uh, we're like two weeks away, less than two weeks away from National Signing Day. And I expect the Hurricanes to get a couple of commits. Uh, out of this signing day, I'm not sure who exactly it's going to be, but when you got these many, you know, players coming in, the top linebacker in the country from Texas, we need uh, five him, the top middle linebacker, is, is yeah, coming on, him. is coming on over. Uh, one of the best quarterbacks and, and receivers from um, from California. 
Um, so he's getting recruits from everywhere. It's not, not like he's just getting recruits from Florida or, or just South Florida. Well, you know, Texas, um, you know, places up north. He's got some offensive linemen coming in. Uh, there's a big offensive lineman from Dr. Phillips High School in Orlando that's coming down. I mean, the off, the, what I'm really impressed with with the recruiting that Mario Cristobal is doing is that there is an emphasis on the offensive line, bro. Like, obviously, he's an offensive lineman, you know? So he has that, you know, uh, to persuade kids or to make kids believe that they that he is going to help these kids develop to NFL type of talent it's just like with Nick Saban Nick Saban used to be a defensive back in college and why and all the best defensive backs want to go to Nick Saban um and that Alabama program so I think that's where there's going to be a culture shift with this team because we got skilled players. Let's be honest. We got the receivers, we got the running backs, we got the defensive backs, you know what I'm saying? But the big guys, the big guys like put you on the ground type of guys is going to be the offensive line, the defensive line and the linebackers. Um, So which I think is, is, is pretty much the most important part of recruiting for any football team. You know, um, I played, Dynasty, dynasty on NCAA, and I'm recruiting. Who know what I'm recruiting first? <laughs> o line. Let me make sure I get my O line straight. You know what I'm saying? Because if they can't, if if I can't run the ball, it's gonna be that much harder for me to score. So I'm glad that that is the emphasis from this team, and, and I mean from from a recruiting perspective, we did lose a defensive backs coach. Um, we had two anyway. Uh, T Buck, and but we still got a lot of great coaches. Still don't have an offensive coordinator yet. <laughs> and I thought they were gonna get uh, the the guy from Arkansas, Bryles, Art Bryles' son. Art Bryles was the coach who used to coach for Baylor. Almost had them in the playoff um, a few years back until he got into some controversy at Baylor. Um, so it's his son, but Baylor was 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 balling in those days. So I was really excited about that. But he ends up re-signing with Arkansas um, in the same position, offensive coordinator. So he's staying with them. So now we're back to round zero again with this OC. And I'm starting to get a little worried about it because you got a quarterback like Van Dyke. You want to keep that momentum going with him because obviously he grasps that Rhett Lashley offense pretty well. So we need to keep that type of offense uh, going uh, for our quarterback, because I'm seeing all kinds of things like Van Dyke considered maybe one of the best quarterbacks in, in all of college football going into next year. He's like maybe 10th or something on, on even winning the Heisman going into next season. So we got a superstar quarterback, going into next season, as in of all the quarterbacks that will be playing college football next season, he's one of the best. So we got an, we need a solid OC to keep that thing going. Everything else is trending in the right direction. I mean, as far as the linebackers, uh, as far as um, now Shamar Stewart, who is a recruit that I've been talking about, he's actually taking a visit to Georgia this weekend, but Hurricanes recruiting is on him, bro. From what I see, like they were soon as the, the the dead period was over, they was at his house. I just saw seen another picture on Twitter that a bunch of coaches is trying to recruit him, and then I seen 
a quote from him himself. He was like, yeah, every time I look at my phone, it's like, come to Miami, <laughs> you know? So they recruiting him hard. Uh, he's another defensive end, obviously defensive end, probably the most important player on the field besides quarterback. You know, if you don't have a good, if, if, if you can't get a good quarterback, you need to stop the other team's quarterback. So I still like our chances of getting Shamar Stewart. Uh, he's from, you know, from the crib, from Opelika, just like James Williams. Uh, went to Pace, though. Um, so I, I think, like, man, we got, we got some dogs on the team. I'm like, we got an all-star South Florida team. Like, a lot of these players I've covered in, high, in, in South Florida, I'm just like, damn, this, these are like the top five running backs. We pretty much got all the top five running backs, like, from South Florida. Don Chaney was dominant. Jalen Knighton was electric. Um, and Dad Franklin was a beast running the ball for, for Chaminade. And I feel like I'm missing a running back. You got the guy from Oh, Ole Miss. Henry Parrish. Henry Parrish, who just came over from Ole Miss, was – he's like to, the total package. He, he's electric. He can run you over. He breaks tackles. He can catch the football out of the backfield. He's like – I would say one notch. He's like a little bit bigger than, than than Rooster to me. He's that type of player. So you got all the best running backs who played in South Florida. And then receivers is almost the same thing. You just got Frank Ladson, who was a five-star, considered a five-star, four-star from Clemson, transferred over. Romello Brinson, um, great player, just needs to put some weight on him. Jacoby George and Bashard Smith, Xavier Restrepo. These are all the best receivers that were in high school football. Uh, in South Florida. Um, and then defensive backs, you got, you know, James Williams, obviously was a five-star. Uh, Leonard Taylor was the best defensive tackle for that year. And, you know, uh, Wesley Besaint, who now comes in to me, probably the best edge rusher who could also play in the middle. Um, so they building it in recruiting, you know, they, they are building it with recruiting and that's we all know that's that's the lifeblood of college football so expect some big things to happen this weekend i will you know i'll not will not be at at uh the university of miami basically you know stalking whoever is gonna be there because <laughs> that's what reporters do i'm not gonna lie to you well <laughs> we just wait outside of a building and see somebody and be like oh this player that player there try to get a conversation whatever that's what we do. I'm not going to be doing that. I will be at a seven-on-seven seven tournament, which all the greatest, all the best players, not just here in South Florida, will be at. It's called Battle Miami. It's going to be all day. I'm going to be tired. Hopefully, it doesn't rain, you know. Um, but I'm there to just get as much video, interviews, talk to as many kids as I can. Uh, because it's really, it's really to go really, to the University of Miami too, man. Right. Trying to find out who who want who wants to come to the U. Um, what I usually ask is ki these kids is what's your dream school? A lot of these kids say Miami, you know, and if they saying that, then you know, that's who the hurricanes need to be targeting if of course if, if they're a great player. Rookie. <laughs> so um, so yeah, I'm gonna be at that all day on Saturday. I have to get there early you know like around nine because games are gonna be all day from about nine to like six and then i'll write something up um you know so that's where i'll be but through the day i'm gonna be watching my phone but like saturday is a day to watch your phone because 
you know, there's going to be probably some big announcement about somebody committed to Miami or somebody leaning really hard to Miami. Um, so that's what's to look forward to this week and the next couple of weeks, International Signing Day. I guess you, I guess you could say that was the Benjamin report. <laughs> you feel me? I mean, yeah, definitely, definitely. Look, you know, we spoke on this um, the last few few episodes on the Mark West Post podcast, and like you said, you know, we got all these people that's coming, that's staying to the crib, people coming back to the crib, um, kind of like an all star team. But it's kind of like this is what it's supposed to be like. You know what I'm saying? This is I don't I don't want this just being this year. I want this to be a trend, to be something that you look at, look up and and, and know that these people are staying in Miami. Only reason why they probably won't um, stay over here is because we're just so packed at each position that they're probably playing. You know, I could I could go ahead and deal with that individuals not coming because we're so so um, depth heavy in whichever positions, you know what I'm saying? Because this is one of the reasons why people are transferring from their college um, um, teams because they're not getting no play time. So that's a good problem to have, something that we're trying to have in the University of Miami, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, with you covering them, like, yo, I know it's going to be good because um, previous years when you covered the Canes, they're always up and down. You know, it's like you're going to be covering um, – the Miami Heat when LeBron was here in the big three. You know what I'm saying? Because you're going to be a lot happier as a journalist (laughs) to interview these individuals after the game. You're not going to be like, damn, I got to write about this stupid game and they lost. (laughs) Nah, it's going to be like, yo, this is something that you look forward to actually doing. So for me, you know, that's a plus. You know, I'm looking forward to that in the Benjamin Report and, 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 um, you know, everything else that we kind of discuss on the Mark Westports podcast. But as far as that that um, DB coach that left, you said there was two of them. Um, yeah. Do you think it was a – I mean, you got a lot of people that saying, you know, good luck. He went to Alabama, of course. Like, I can't stand Nick Saban. He always come and steal something <laughs> from Miami. Now it's the coaching yeah. staff. But that just shows that we had a good coaching staff as far as um, our, our secondary. Um I'm not sure who was the other coach that actually stayed, but um, for you to... Marcus Van Dyke, he used to play for the U. Okay, okay, okay. But I heard that they're going to keep him as more of a recruiter type. He's not going to be like a coach. He's also been the recruiting coordinator guy as well, but um, he's been more so with the DBs as of last year. Before that, he was, yeah, he was kind of mainly the recruiting also we kept the right one we kept the right one the one that 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 basically had james williams want to come over here we kept right. that guy so i don't mind you know no problem you know what i'm saying and, and and if we if we could just keep building on that again i don't i don't feel too 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 scared like you or feeling uneasy about the offensive coordinator because like we felt the same way when we didn't know about mario cristobal when, when we didn't know if Manny Diaz was going to get fired and they made the right decision. So just the plain fact that I'm going to go ahead and not go on our history for doing the wrong thing, something like the Dolphins are continuing to do, um, even though we're talking about the Canes, that's our team as well. Um, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and put my yeah, trust in Mario Cristobal the same way I'm putting my trust in Chua. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go ahead and put my trust in Mario Cristobal that he's doing the right thing. He's going to take his time. Like you said, once that dead period was over, he was already hollering at uh, um, one of the best, best prospects. And I think that um, Stewart said that he's probably going to make his decision on the 27th. 
um, of February, that's when he's going to go ahead and decide uh, where he's going to play. Um, just the plain fact that you're saying like, yo, every time he look at his phone, he's seeing um, come to Miami, come to Miami, come to Miami. And he's saying that he's probably, hopefully he's not using it as a smoke screen to name the team that he's really going to go to. Um, and hopefully he just stay in Miami because like with an Ed edge rusher like him, five star, we already got uh, Cyrus Moss and who was the other guy on the other side? I forgot his name. Um, but then you got the Saint that could play the same position, linebacker or DN, whatever. Look, I, I feel like it, it, it can be a real good thing. And not just that, but their strength and strength and conditioning coach already is at his job. You feel me? He's already starting making sure that they get pumped. You know, I think he's going to be going ahead and doing that for the next, I think, two months, basically getting their body and in, in, in form. Um, and, and I don't mind, you know, work them boys. You feel me? And when he's not there, look, go to the go to the facility and and put on some more 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 plates on that on that bench and do your thing. You feel what I'm saying? You got everything there. Y'all getting paid now, so you can't complain about oh um you know I need to do this or I need to do that. You don't need it if you were somebody that's on the streets that got to do both sides or you on the fence. Now you're not on the fence. Now you can really focus on football. So, so for me, I'm like, yo, stay to the crib, stay to the crib, stay to the crib, get paid, you know, because John Ruiz is actually paying you guys. Um, and, and it's not under the table. We don't need to worry about getting sanctioned from the NCAA, even though they hate us because of our weather, our beaches, and because of our women. But y'all going to stay over here, and we're going we gonna to build on that. So for me, I think the, 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 the grass is green. Right now it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of, uh, 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 the light green. Nah, I needed to be the the dark green. You and, and, and we do our thing. So, um, hey, it is what it is, man. I, I see good things happening for us. For sure, for sure. Um, so we got um big fight this weekend. I know you're not uh really into fights like me and Chris, but um, we got Francis Ngannou, who is heavyweight champion. He's the heavyweight champion. So. Anybody can relate to the heavyweight champion. You know, Mike Tyson was the heavyweight champion. Um, Vander Holyfield was the heavyweight champion. And Ganu is a scary African who will knock you out, bro. Like, and he, I believe he's got the most knockouts in UFC history. And he's fighting this guy who is kind of on like this crazy winning streak himself. You know, he's a new up-and-coming guy. Um, I've seen some of the knockouts that he's had. They're pretty much, you know, kind of the same build. Um, so it's going to be a great fight to see because these both are, are like, to me, knockout artists. Most heavyweights are. Um, and I think I think the young guy definitely, definitely has a chance. But... I don't know. It, it, it's just a fight you, you got to watch, you got to see. And, um, oh, I'm, I'm curious to to, to hear uh, what, what Chris has to say about this fight. Who, who he before you say something, yeah. before you yeah. say something, Chris, I think I heard, I think I've seen an interview with both of them. I think they used to spar with each other. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, and, yeah exactly. And, 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 you know, from, from what I was getting, um, you know, the, the in what's his name? In, in whatever, in Gotham. 
Ngannou. And Ganu was saying that, you know, he had put the other one down. And the other guy was like, I don't remember that. You know, and Ganu was like, yo, probably because you got knocked out. So I don't know. You know, it probably could be a little good, bad blood. But, you know, I want to hear what Chris got to say with that also. Well, yeah. So, all right. So, back, so I'm going to piggyback off of what you were saying. So, yeah. Uh, there's some sparring footage out there on YouTube where there's one where Cyril Gain, which is the other dude, right? He's getting the better of Ngannou. Now, everybody says you're not supposed to look at sparring footage, like, you know, because maybe Ngannou already did uh, a five-mile run and hit the bag, and, and he's probably sparring. So, But in the press conference, Ngannou was talking about how in sparring, he knocked Cyril Gain out with a, with a, with a leg kick to the head. But uh, just to break down the fight a little bit more, yeah, they were, they were like ex-training partners in, in Paris. Um, I think Nganu, he's got the power, right? He's almost like Deontay Wilder, but he don't got the one-hitter quitter. He, he could actually fight. He knows what he's doing, you know what I mean? Like, like he could put a combo together. He could stuff the takedown, like, you know what I mean? But from what I see with this dude gone, he's like an ex-kickboxer. He's a big-ass dude that's light on his feet. He can move around on his feet. He, you know what I mean? He might just be uh, doing like a Mayweather or running around the ring a little bit, probably get you tired. And, you know, he's, he's a little bit more technical from what I can see. But I don't know, man. I, I want Ngannou to win, like I was telling Marcus earlier, only because this is his last fight under UFC contract. So after this fight, he could either negotiate with the UFC and get back with them, or he could become a free agent and do his own thing. Now, if he if he becomes a free agent and does his own thing, we might possibly see uh, him get into boxing. Now, we might possibly see Ngannou versus, let's say, Tyson Fury or Deontay Wilder. So that's what I'm trying to see. And I want him to make his money because you already know UFC ain't paying these boys like they should be paying them. And... Truthfully, Ngannou is, and UFC's relationship is kind of strained right now anyway. So, But I'm rooting for Ngannou to win this. And, yeah, man, see if we can pull that bitch off. Yeah, I mean, the dude uh, that he's fighting, the dude is from France. You know what I'm saying? And I always kind of looked at dudes from France as they kind of like ancestral Haitians to me. You know what I'm saying? You know, I feel like, you know, that... Well, Ngannou's from France, France, too, though. Is he? I thought he, he was from I Africa. think, yeah, he was born in Cameroon, but I think he... I don't know if he was either he raised over France. there. I think his younger years, like, not super young, but he was in France for a while, so he kind of represents oh, so France, he probably too. grew up in France, so that, that just throws my whole theory out the both, window. They're both French. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, uh, damn, man, you just you just messed up my whole shit. But but anyways, um, I don't know. I feel like this is a moment where you probably see Gun win, you know, because he's he's kind of the up and coming guy. And and Ganu, I, I think he he's he's defensed his title maybe four times, five times, something like that. Yeah. No, um, I think he only defended it. One other time, he he got it during during the pandemic. And I think he's only fought like maybe once or twice 
He hasn't okay. defended it too many times. I would say at the most twice. Well, I, I guess it just feels like a long time since the, since it was the pandemic. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it seemed it seemed like a while since, <laughs> since he's had this. So I, I just think the the young guy is uh is uh hungrier. Yeah. You know, so I think he he he's a little bit more hungry. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick him to to upset and and Ghana. I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna lie. Earlier, like maybe a month ago, when this first when it was like first announced, I I was like I think Gan could win just because he's more technical. He's almost like more like a Muhammad Ali or a Floyd Mayweather, you know, like light on the feet type shit. Like probably yeah. better defense. But the more it gets closer to fight time, I'm feeling like Ngannou can get that knockout, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and I really hope he does because your UFC is going to want, since since they're having problems with Ngannou negotiating, like his contract, they're going to want him to get the fuck out of there as a loser and not a winner, bro. But if he gets out of there as a winner, he could fucking negotiate some big, like a big boxing fight or something, something to get some money and something that is different. I would rather see him fight Deontay Wilder because he could probably even beat Deontay Wilder because Deontay Wilder only has the one hitter quitter. If he fights Tyson Fury, we all know Tyson Fury is going to outbox him circles, you know, run circles around him. But if he, if he fights Deontay Wilder and Deontay Wilder hasn't fought since the Fury fight, this is a good moneymaker. This is a fight that he probably feels like he could win. He's like, Oh, I'm fighting a UFC fighter. Like, they ain't, they ain't got hands like a boxer, but I don't know. Deontay Wilder's not a classic boxer. So I think Ngannou's best best thing to do would be to get out the UFC, get out his contract, negotiate with Deontay Wilder, and get a fight with Deontay Wilder, bro. Two two motherfuckers who can hit like that? I'm telling you. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm reading up on Ngannou now, and he started boxing first, you know, yeah, that, yeah, that's what I heard too. But yeah, I mean, it's it's different at the pro level. I don't know if he he was ever pro. He might have been an amateur or some shit. But he probably like started training boxing before everything. Once your yeah. hands is lethal weapons, they always lethal weapons. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But yeah, that that's all that's all I got on that fight. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be watching that tomorrow too. Yeah. Hopefully that shit don't start like at fucking 12 31 in the morning over here. Like, That's the reason yeah. why I don't be you watching already, them shit. You see, they've been they've been tripping because they've been catering to the West Coast like more and more. Back back in the days, them shit. And that's where this fight is. 11. Where is it at? It's in LA. And that, oh, I thought it was in Vegas. That's even worse. Yeah. Oh, that's just starting like out. Bro, that's just probably starting like at one in the morning. Worse comes to worse. Right. <laughs> I'm about to get a Red Bull. <laughs> yeah man so so yeah man we'll, we'll see what happens but um that's all i got for this week for the mark west sports podcast anything else you want to add wes no uh, nothing else all right all right so next week we'll do a we'll do an album review you know what i'm saying we'll we'll, we'll break that down uh, until then to the next episode peace peace